Welcome to Shelf Medicating, a book club meets happy hour podcast. Our followers vote on what book we discuss in each episode, so be sure you are following at shelf underscore medicating on Instagram. And let's get into the episode. recording in a closet yeah okay welcome back to shelf medicating everyone this is your september happy hour episode and boy are we happy <laughs> at this hour i feel like we should say what we're drinking just to like start it off yeah, like fine. since it's you know happy hour all of us are drinking red wine and ellie <laughs> what has ellie had tonight well <laughs> first i had my jack and coke you know i tried and true I can't say how I transported it here. Yeah, you don't get arrested. (laughs) And then I, so I'm not a big sparkling water girl, but y'all, all all three have talked about Spindrift. And so Mm -hmm. I was at the store and I saw a mango orange flavor and it just was calling to me. So I bought it and I don't love it, but I don't hate it. But I decided to add some tequila to it. So now I'm drinking that. Which makes everything better always. Yeah. Tequila really is like. I, I know people do this with vodka. As someone who can't drink vodka, mm-hmm. tequila is so versatile, like, in what you can put it in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just not a wine girly, so I have to have to make my own concoctions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We kicked off our happy hour with, I think, what is a new tradition, which is trying the crumble cookies of the week we're recording. Um, it, I think it's crumble's five-year anniversary. Is that yeah. what it was? Mm-hmm. So they had, like, anniversary flavors. Um just to start it out strong, I was not impressed with Crumble before we ever took a bite, and let me tell you why. I think, okay, as someone who likes to give an aesthetic gift, like, I would never, in high school, if I was, like, a, a boy I had a crush on for Valentine's Day, it wasn't like, let me get you a card and a flower. I was like, I'm going to source the perfect muffin from the perfect bakery and write, you're a stud muffin. Like, it's going <laughs> to be cute. And that's how I am. And Crumble has always been in my rotation of, like, if I needed to give a quick birthday gift... Like, the little pink box and a gift card, that's cute. It's easy to give. Whatever. So I thought, since I bought them and had them delivered to my house, there was a thing that said, leave a memo. And I was like, oh my gosh, if it's printed in little crumble font, like, you know, like on the little receipt or whatever. So I wrote, shelf medicating XX crumble cookies, as if it was a brand deal. Like, I was being silly. You mm-hmm. know, it was going to be cute. They get delivered. The, ma- the, the ma'am. The lady answers the door and said, ma'am. I don't know what the heck this sticky note is on the top. Someone who works there has written on a sticky note in pen, chicken scratch handwriting. Yeah. Clearly. Well, imagine if you wrote, like, happy anniversary, my love, and it was that on a sticky note. note. They should not not sell that you can add a message. That is not a message. That looks like a mistake. It is a high school boy writing that message for you. Hey, it's me, Stud Muffin. Ma'am, I don't know what is like. Yeah. She doesn't even know. Th- that sounds like another language. <laughs> like just the person oh, writing yeah, it. Like, crumple eggs, me? egg shelf medicating. Are you lying about a brand deal? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Are you in therapy? What is shelf medicating? <laughs> so, I was really, really um, unimpressed with no, that. Yeah, situation. you would definitely think that it would come on like a card or some type of yeah. normal. Hire yeah, one like, middle God. school girly with that middle yeah. school handwriting, and at least let her do it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we saw her. Only she hasn't applied to work there. <laughs> Give her one job. Yeah. <laughs> She's working in the register. Her talent's being wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were also disappointed in the flavors this yeah. week. So we we had high hopes. It was strawberry milk, cake batter, uh, dark dream, and the muddy buddies, which had such high expectations mm-hmm. for, but they were all just recycled and reused <laughs> again. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I would say, per I know they probably just have like bases that they add to, and that's fine. How else does a does a like franchised <laughs> bakery work? You know, because you don't have real chefs. But honestly, just reuse flavors you've said the name of. It's like when you're putting a new name on it every week that you're pissing me off. Yeah, you know, like we had the right. Money Buddies one, and then a peanut butter cookie one like literally the same it was the same icing they were the same and they added one Chex Mix bunny buddy on top and named it a new flavor and the cheesecake on the cake batter was definitely from the bagel one last week so and why they're just all too similar week to week why does it scare me because I know the kind of people who work there like the moose on the milk one? Mm-hmm. Who's whipping up the moose? Was it supposed to be moosey? Or do they not know how to make yeah. a stiff peak in the mixer? Like, I don't trust those boys as far as they could throw me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's frightening. Yeah. But will I continue to get it? Obviously. Absolutely. So tune in to our next happy hour. <laughs> Bye. See you next week. <laughs> Well, what's everyone's uh, what up to? Yeah, life updates. Not really an update, yeah, because I don't have anything this time, but I really want to change my hair. I'm just really stagnant, and, like, I just feel like I've had the same... I know I've, like, I've changed it, but they've been so minor, and, like, when I chopped it off recently, it just grew back so quick. Mm -hmm. So, I'm thinking, you know what I've always wanted to do is go to a hair salon and say, like, just spruce me up, but, like, what if they go off the wall yeah you just have to go to someone like that you trust because i went to my girl the first time and i was like i don't really know what i want but maybe lighter and just like do whatever you want and she just added like some blonde and it was fine yeah Um, that's kind of what i'm thinking i just need you know when you get in a rut i like i need professional help to get out of the rut Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like this segues into mine very well i cut bangs and i've never regretted something (laughs) Pull them out. I can't. Pull them out. I literally can't. I'll have to show you later because I'll be unwell. <laughs> At least they tuck behind your ears. That's yeah, you I know. Them. Yeah. Is it something a hairdresser could fix? I mean, probably, but I feel like to be fixed, then they would be too short, and then I wouldn't be able to tuck them behind my ears. Mm-hmm. I honestly like. Okay, so I do a uh, like half up, half down with a claw clip style pretty frequently now. Well, literally what Maddie has, yeah. And, okay, so you have some stray hairs right now. Yeah. Mine are, like, a weird length that they get in my eyes, and it bothers the crap out of me. Does that make sense? I can't imagine your bangs getting in your eyes. What? How short are they? No, but see how Maddie's, like, kind of goes over her eye a little bit? Yeah. I don't like that. So, Maddie <laughs> looks like trash. trash. No, it it looks cute, but it bothers me. It's like a sensory problem. Yeah. And so I always have my hair tucked behind my ears. Mm-hmm. So why I thought bangs would be a good idea, I don't know. But I was so bored that I just saw Brad Mondo's video and I said, why not? I didn't have the proper scissors, and that was my biggest mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing it with fingernail scissors. <gasps> fingernail scissors. Gosh. 
<laughs> they still have regular scissors? Well, not I know, but hair scissors. So, yeah, like That's kitchen worse. scissors are like so chunky. Yeah. yeah. Scary. I had to do the little ones. Yeah, the only okay. time I've ever cut my own hair and it was bangs, I went and bought hair scissors. I should mm-hmm. have because I think that would have actually helped. But yeah. anyways, they're not like win. atrocious, but I, yeah, I... I'm excited for them to be long again. At least you already put your hair behind your ears, you know? Yeah, no, it's, like, how I wear my hair all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm just, that's how it's going to stay. I do it, too. Yeah. And do you remember, as kids, my mom would straight up be like, untuck your hair. Like, that was, like, not a stylish thing until very recently. Yeah. Like, in high mm-hmm. school, I would have literally never tucked my hair behind my Same. ears for a minute. And I yeah. do it every single day, all day. I do, too. I don't know why it's, like... I mean, I, I tuck it behind my ears, but then still have the back hairs, like, kind of covering, like, my ears yeah. still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not, like, like you know how I feel like people Like, always... all behind your back. <laughs> Mine's full ass up, so... Well, but you know what I mean? How people will be, like... Like, they make fun of people's ears whenever they tuck their hair behind Yeah, my worst yeah. fear. I like my ears, so I'm not scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can see Mitzi's full ear hair yeah. down right now. Yeah. yeah I also have really I don't thin like my hair, hair and, like, fine hair, mm-hmm. so I, Same. Like, I can't fear anything showing because it all is going to. Yeah. 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 But anyways, so. Um, I have a hair appointment tomorrow, actually. Oh. Well, can I come? After, <laughs> after six months. Are you fine. doing anything to it? Um, I probably will. I liked, I did curtain bangs last time mm-hmm. in March. so they've grown out and i need i just need some layers something so probably i'll do that again it was i wanted it parted on the middle for curtain bangs obviously and then like it was just a completely different look with the different part and the bang so that's a lot me and my hair girl both were like let me just keep straightening it like i can tell we both were like this is weird so i think now that i like know what it looks like i'll probably do it again Uh and i learned that you can you don't have to have metal part just still have them like it still like frames your face so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know side parks are parks side parts are very much coming back this year like on the new style yeah. forecast so middle was you made it really through the middle working yeah. yeah yeah style parts and like the kind of makeup we wished we wore in high school but now we all have real jobs and can't wear yeah of course, so like, blue eyeshadow like smudgy yeah. i slept in it makeup uh, yeah. yeah which like couldn't can't be me so no not at all wait so are middle parts leaving no middle parts but like an exaggerated part like kind of like what i did for my wedding is like Mm -hmm. a more of like a going out formal look than like a sleek look for out like bigger curls is what the style forecast said opposed to everything being sleek all the time oh interesting okay Okay. i like that Mm -hmm. i gotta learn how to do it so some could say my wedding was ahead of the curve (laughs) yeah that's what you're getting at okay okay i was just gonna say that we had, um, like, a house cleaner come for the first time in, like, since living there for years. Yeah. Like, a professional house cleaner. And it was just such a humbling experience because I, like, texted her. And then that day she was like, hey, like, can I come by at 5 to, like, give you a quote? And I was, like, looking around at the state of my house. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I got to, like, clean up or else, like, the quote is going to be astronomical. <laughs> yeah. So, like, obviously, I didn't really have time to, like, dust and, like, everything. And it was, like, awful, obviously. But I, like, picked everything up, lit a candle, you know. And then, like, she, like, gets there, runs her finger along, like, my my uh, laundry room cabinets that haven't been dusted in years. And I was, like, oh. And, like, literally, like, a dust bunny came out. And I was, like, great. And then she was, like, you have a dog? And I was, like... 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> How'd you know? Because <laughs> my windows were like covered in yeah smudges, but it was fine and it looks really good. So I'm glad I did it. But it was just so humbling to have someone come in there and yeah. pick your life apart. Yeah, because they're like so I'm sure like detailed. That's what they get paid for. Yeah, yeah. yeah like obviously she's looking at yeah like the work that she has to do. But I was like, can Dang. you? Okay, did not? you love it though? Yeah, it was great, and now I want to do it all the time. I was going to say, are you going to keep it up? Or? I think so, because, like, if you do it... What all did she do? Often, I had her do, like, a deep clean. So, like, two people came. They did, like, blinds, windows, like, fans, all that stuff that you never really, like, think about. Mm-hmm. And it was expensive, but it was worth it. And then, like, if they come, like, every four weeks, I think, it's obviously, like, half the price. Hmm. And... They would just do like touch ups, you know, like around yeah. the house. So like, I've I don't really know, they, thought like, about it with just being busier. With well said, I'm really OCD and I love to clean. But when I don't have time to, it's not like oh I'm motivated to stay up and do it. It's more like the house is dirty and I don't have time to do it, so I can't do anything. Like I am like literally, you know, I can't move. Yeah, and I dirty. was literally like in a better mood like yeah. after because I was like my house is so clean, like mm-hmm. I can just like not think about it, you know. And obviously you have to do like the day to day stuff, which is like fine. That's part of being an adult, but. It was just nice knowing that, like, everything was clean. Yeah, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I also am in that terrible state where since we are building the house, I, like, don't want to do anything here. Like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, eh, why would I dust? And it's like, because you're still living here, <laughs> no, mommy. I get like, it. what is wrong with you? Yeah, I know. But, and I hate dusting. I'm I like, hate dusting. Logan That's the dusted worst. all weekend, and he literally was, like, commenting on the fact that things were bad, and I was like, yeah, because I despise it. And I know. because... It's hard. Like, it's I don't know how to do it, honestly. It's that, like, ask the person who does all the cleaning. I'm like, yeah, I bet you think that's fun. I've been cleaning for hours. Like, I've been right. doing other stuff yes. that has to get done. That's, like, bottom of the totem mm-hmm. pole because it's not, like, a necessity to live, yeah. you yeah. know? The worst is the fans. Um, yeah. The fans. And if you look up at them and it's, you haven't done it in a while. It's shocking. And Tragic. then I'm like, is I that all my flying bed. around yes. whenever yeah. the fan yeah, like, is No on? wonder I wake up stuffy. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me, like, ill. To think about. Yeah. yeah. And Huck's hair is just like, I mean, obviously people have dogs, but he sheds, not like an astronomical amount, but his mm-hmm. hair is like That's how... so fine that it just flies everywhere. Yes. Yeah. So even if I dust, I feel like it almost just makes it worse. Like I'm just like kicking up like yeah. all of his yeah. hair in my face. I know. And so I, I literally just like don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I know. Cause I like use like the old pledge and rag and then I like yeah. swipe once and like, you know, it gets dirty pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And I always do like the stuff that not- like that we notice, like our yeah. like yeah. entertainment center area. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. That's always good like fun. just random like your laundry room cabinets mm-hmm. would have never like I'm no. thinking of mine yeah. right now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, and they even like just yeah. the lint when yes. you change it and stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it's like uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I know. You yeah. know what humbled me about my cleaning is once I was at my mom's house and she had a bucket of soap and water and a sponge. She was just cleaning her kitchen cabinets and I said what are you doing and she literally was like because grease and like everything splashes up in your kitchen you have to scrub them they get a grease build up I never have in any place I've ever lived (laughs) never have and she was like acting as though that was like a periodic task Mm -hmm. also I don't know if you have mothers like mine that like comes over and I'm like have a seat let me get you a glass of water and she was like I just did all your dishes and cleaned out your microwave and, like, scrubbed your fridge, and you're like, yeah. oh, great. oh great. I thought the house was clean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my mom, like, always offers to come and, like, help me, but I'm like, no. Yeah. Because I need a professional co- to come yeah. in before I even let you come over here. Literally. <laughs> She'd be the worst critic. Oh, Not really. 100%. Not just your mom, but, like, yeah. 
a mom. Yeah. I feel like all they, our moms were very, like, I didn't realize oh. I grew up in such a clean house. Yes. So clean. And like, so, like, so when clean. you have to do it, like, I remember one time Sherry commented on our baseboards in our apartment. I was like, oh, because they were dirty? <laughs> yes. yes, and I was I like, oh, those. Yeah. My I mom know. asked me about my baseboards all the time, and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I got married on you know, December 4th. And so our honeymoon, we were gone. I was planning to just not put up a Christmas tree because I was going to get back on like December 12th or something. And I got back and my mom had put it up and it was so sweet that she did that. But I was like, all of our boxes were everywhere in my house, one. And then two, like my tree will never look that good. Like she's so good at assembling decor. Mm -hmm. I was like, either you do it every year or like, don't be mad when that tree looks terrible because (laughs) you're so good at that. Yeah, I've already told my mom that she's going to be in charge of helping decorate when we move because I just can't, she just has an eye for like interior design. Another, I feel like all of our moms are good at that too. Mm -hmm. I want to be good at it. I'm not at all. I'm horrible and I will admit it and it makes me very sad, but I'm not good. I think it's because we, at least for me, this is what happens is like I see a picture of what I want Mm -hmm. and it's just like unattainable, of course. And it's, like, I want it to look like that immediately instead of just, like, going and finding things that I like. I'm, like, does that fit, like, the aesthetic? Yes. And I should just be shopping. And if I see something that I like, I'll buy it and figure out where it goes. Yeah. Like, I have to stop, like, buying things, like, specifically for a space. Like, if yes. I see a picture frame that I like, just buy it and figure out where it goes. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, can we go into our favorites? Because I want to talk about mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, so... Did y'all ever watch those videos on YouTube? They were from Cut or Jubilee. Yes. I think I know what you're talking about. So they've been coming up on my Facebook randomly. The, like, five men ask yes. how old a woman is yes. or something. I'm obsessed <laughs> with them. And I've specifically been watching ones where it's, like, guys rate... Or guys choose a girl to go on, like, a date with based on just her clothes, like, her outfit. And so he starts oh, with no. her, like, shoes. Mm-hmm. And then he eliminates a girl based on, like, whose shoes he doesn't like. And then it goes up and he sees their pants. But he's asking them questions along the way. So, like, what would our first date look like? Or, like, what inspired you to, like, pick these, like, shoes or these pants or whatever? And so then he'll eliminate one or two more girls based on the pants. Goes up to the shirts. But he never sees their face. Oh, and it's no. so interesting because, like... This sounds bad, but a lot of times the girl that wins, like, isn't the cutest yeah, one. Like, yeah. but their style is, like, the right. one that he was most attracted to. So it's kind of interesting because it's, like, just kind of based on different parts of, like, a person. Because mm-hmm. some of the other ones are, like, you never see them. You only talk to them. Like, blind dating, basically. Um, and so then it's only solely per- based on personality. And once again, like, sometimes it's, like, not probably mm-hmm. the most... It's almost like Love is Blind, but, like, a different take. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, there's also been just, like, stupid ones, like, rate yourselves one to five, who you guys think is most attractive. I've seen that one. That one's rough. It's jarring. Yeah. And it's such a social experiment on the fact that, like, you will not tell someone they're not attractive. Yeah. Like, if someone puts themselves at five, all the other girls are like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I would be the exact same way. Yeah. Go off. I'll I'll be at one. (laughs) But I also was kind of surprised at how many of the girls are very confident. Like, I'm a one. Like, I am the hottest one here. I just, like, I would would, never. I would never. Never. I was saying one is me the least hot in my joke, Mm -hmm. by the way. (laughs) Oh, no. So they do one being the most attractive, five being the least attractive. I was automatically putting myself at five then. (laughs) Well, and no one puts themselves really at five. That's what's interesting is everyone thinks they're at least 
a three. Mm-hmm. And a lot of girls are like, oh, I think I'm the cutest one here for sure. Oh my it's God. so oh, interesting. Weird. Throw an Oklahoma in the mix. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll, like, we'll lay on the sword. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I've, I don't know why, they're just like so interesting to me. So every time they come up, I get lost in my Facebook watch. And it's yeah. terrible. I feel like an old the person. Facebook watch. Yeah. It's me every time. That's where they are. That's what you get for not having TikTok. You just find it it's another so way. It's so true. Yeah. Speaking Logan up, literally looks at reels. Yeah. Oh, you got it back? I mean, I did, but literally only to keep up with J.C. Marie Smith, who I can't I stop watching her freaking videos about Kendall Jenner copying her. And I've almost got it life. back. I know, just because I literally watched her videos the other day and then deleted it again. So, I think I'll just keep doing that. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as I have the self-control to delete it. You should YouTube J.C. Marie Smith TikTok compilation and see I tried, but I can't find, okay. like, uh, what I want. I know? wish you would put them all on Instagram. I know. She should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my favorite, I'm just going to get out of the way because there's no conversation to be had. It's Indian food. I can't stop ordering it. It's awesome. Naan is the greatest bread. You've got to order it. Naan is really good. It's really good. You dip this delicious, hot, soft bread into just like these delicious like soups, essentially. It's so dang good. Where do you go? I go to Taste of India. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. It... I, we've been getting, so paneer is basically, like, a red curry with, like, big chunks of cheese in it, mm. and we just, like, dip, like, cheese naan in it, which is so good, and then we got shrimp curry last time. It's I was just, gonna ask, like, what's, like, the yeah. main spice? Is normal it curry? Normal people, I think yeah. it's curry, and we've been trying to eat vegan, but normal people like butter chicken, which mm-hmm. is a really, mm-hmm. like, or, like, yeah, I think that's, like, a popular one, and then also, they have samosas, which is the appetizer that's, like potato basically mashed potatoes with like a bunch of veggies deep fried and you like dip it in the sauce and it's so good Mm. i'd never had indian food until like a month ago and now i just crave it and i cracked the code this weekend that like thai food it's better warmed up like when we re-ate the rice Mm. with the curry it was like better than it had ever been it was like Mm. midnight too like that kind of leftover (laughs) meal yeah um but yeah i'm now an indian food advocate Tell me what I should order next. Yeah. It's so dang good. I really love it. And, like, naan. Even if you don't like anything else there, just go buy some naan and eat it with, like, freaking butter. It's so good. So, like, is it really spicy? We have been doing a level two because okay. we, like, just figure, like, we can do, like, a three or a four on Thai, but... Honestly, I think the people who work there know we can't handle it. Like, mm-hmm. the first night, I was like, what should I do? And she was like, um, oh, a two. Like, she, like, isn't going to freak me out. Because yeah. I think yeah. they are, they're more powerful spices than we typically cook with. Also, yeah. they're starting to know us, I think, and they put, gosh, I should Google it. I'll Google it and say it later. But these delicious little desserts that were, when I Googled it later, it's like a funnel cake, but it's got, like, rose nectar all over it. So it's like a sticky orange twirly like funnel cake essentially and it's a dessert Yum. it was really tasty and they just threw them in there for oh, our that's sweet. Sweet. yeah sweet. yeah so <laughs> <laughs> loving taste of india <laughs> what's yours oh i just lost it oh favorites that were mm-hmm. wrong sorry um this one's really random as well and i don't think any of you have seen it i feel like macy needs to start watching it it's an older show but chris and i have been starting um 30 rock oh yeah because we finished parks and rec we've watched everything else it has tina fey oh my gosh and alec baldwin it is she's her character is liz lemon and she is the funniest she's so she's such a good actress just like duh but like she is so believable at that as that character um like i said it's an older show so some of the things like aren't 
relevant anymore and I'm not very good with pop culture so Christian will be like laughing and I'm like not getting it but it's so funny it's basically like they work at Rockefeller Center and they're like a Saturday Night Live essentially but like it's called something else the girly show and um yeah it's great I love Tina I need a new like just feel good yeah it's like our little like 20 minute yeah those like show that we've been missing and I tried like, during COVID, and I was just like, yeah, there's so many other things to watch. I feel like I just didn't give it the there credit so it deserves. There was so much to watch yeah. during COVID. So, but it's super funny yeah. and, like, lighthearted. And Those are, that's what you need. Like, I have to sleep to something good. And, like, we're trying to watch Arrested Development fully through because I yeah. love it. But, like, you have to focus to that show because oh. there are, like, jokes that start in season one that are still getting punchlined in, like, season five. Like, mm-hmm. it is, like, very smart writing. It won so many Emmys for writing. And so I can't watch it and, like, fall asleep. Like, I've got to be invested. And I love shows that I can, like, mm-hmm. watch and fall asleep. Yeah. You know? It's definitely that kind. Yeah. yeah. So. Love. Uh, uh, mine is Taylor Swift announcing her new album. Oh! Yeah, good one. Man. I just can't wait. Yeah. I think mean, it's just going to be so good. I, yeah. Such the time. Man, Taylor, yeah. The wait. perfect time of mm-hmm. year for a new Taylor album. In yeah. her, I stayed up. The entire MTV Awards night until like midnight, and I was like, "What am I doing? Like, why am I staying <laughs> yeah. up? She's not gonna come out." I was refreshing Twitter every like two seconds because like diehard fans were like, "She left. Like, she left the building. She's not there." And then I started getting the tweets that were like, "You guys, she's back in the building. That means she's gonna win the last one." And I was like, oh. "And then she actually comes out. You know, when mm-hmm. she said it. I was so glad I watched it and got to see live her announcing it." So I'm yeah, not a fan like wait. that. And honestly. Here's the thing. I love the Taylor Swift rabbit hole. I think some people are a little too far down it. Like, some people who are, like, like so deep in the theories where they're like, I've been up all night and I calculated that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm like, just let it happen. Honey, and like, she we're never right. know who you are and she yeah. never will. Like, yeah. <laughs> not to be that way. But I do love her music. Once again, I'm a grown adult woman now. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at. But Yeah, I love all the theories and stuff, too. But we really are never right. And, like, if we are, it's just, like, everyone else is going to know at some point, too. Like, Literally, yeah. it's not that cool to know, like, what's going to happen, you know? But I did see... <laughs> yeah. Speaking <laughs> of... Note, speaking I did see on my TikTok journey that um, you can search somewhere and find that there's a collab already with Lana Del Rey. I did see that. Ooh, yeah. I know. And it's so under the good. rock genre. <gasps> okay. That's what oh I was gosh. told. I told you guys this, right? Yeah. No, maybe I was telling Lindsay oh. that... Um, someone told me that it's going to be more of a rock album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I will. Which is love like the it. only genre she hasn't. Don't think rock. No, think, think like 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 1975. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. like modern rock. Yeah. yeah. I guess like Harry I just, Styles is rock yeah. sometimes. Like, yeah. I know. I know. I guess I'm just like I like Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> like fall. It still will it'll be. be fun. Yeah, think. Yeah, it'll be fun. My trust, one comment, her. and I could be wrong. Here's the thing. I do think Taylor Swift is bisexual. Do I think we should speculate on her sexuality? Maybe in a healthy way. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Everyone saying that Joe is a beard or a cover-up, I don't think she's going to completely fake a relationship for five years just to have a grand reveal of her sexuality. I don't think Are they so thinking either. that's what this album's going to be? Everyone's saying she's going to be releasing that she's still dating Carly. Carly's oh, married with a kid. Yeah, that's true. Like, just... that's whenever I'm like, you guys... Is she a lesbian or bisexual? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But she'll say it when she wants to say it. And she kind of, like, inadvertently has said it. Like, yeah, if we I want think to promote a culture where you don't have to, like, come out, she has come out. She posted a picture wearing a, a pride 
a bracelet that said proud in the bi flag colors. Like, what do we need from her? Yeah, like, but I feel not... like it's so weirdly rude to assume that Joe is fake. And yeah. like, if he is, like, I'll bite my tongue. Like, if that's right. the grandest PR scheme to like get him like awards because he did get a writing award for folklore, then like amazing business deal but i don't think that's the case you know maybe if they were more public but it's not like it's a pr stunt you can't write daylight about a fake relationship you just can't do that (laughs) you can't and i i don't know did you see like the pictures of like the blurry picture of her and carly at the Victoria's secret fast show it it, like i think she there's going to be songs about carly because i think that probably did keep her up at some time I think her imagery about being in a cage is about being a closeted woman who, like, was raised Republican. Like, I think all of that's true. It's the second that people are like, oh, her fake boyfriend Joe, they have no chemistry. I'm like, you're really bridging something weird. If that's her real relationship, it's weird to, like, make comments about it. Yeah, I agree. But I also do think it's weird that she does write so many songs still about Carly and, like, includes Easter eggs kind of about her. And I do wonder how Joe feels sometimes made you know carly released an ad at midnight of that day yes like they do it ad for what like a perfume but it was like she posted a tiktok at midnight which no one would do Mm -hmm. and so they do it but i think it really is like the one is written about carly like that is the one that got away they would have been in love forever like i think joe probably has to know that like there's it's no probably way, just like right? the type of like it's literally like her biggest heartbreak and he knows that and like everybody has one that's obviously not your husband or your significant other at the time you know yeah so you probably just like fine uh, i guess when you're dating taylor Swift, yeah you kind of just like, let her do whatever, whatever you want yeah, mama win yeah. us another billion dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah but i cannot wait for the album regardless i will say because part of my brain still theorizes things for some reason, because there were so many rumors a while back that they had a kid because of some of her writing. Yeah. I was like, Sleepless Nights, they're up with a baby. <laughs> and then that Sad Boy Ed song had a little kid, and I was like, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kid. But no, I don't think that anymore. I think it's going to be, there's going to be one for Jake Gyllenhaal. There's going to be one for Carly. Like, yeah, it's going to be the gonna nights. Be... There's going to be one about Kanye. Like, the nights where she was so effed up she couldn't sleep. That's the album. Yeah. I'm going to literally break my own heart 13 times. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. We should have a uh, release party. Yeah. Like, uh, I literally wanted to rent a cabin. Like, I wanted to get cozy. <laughs> yeah. I will be gone. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> and I, Come back, be here so by Taylor Swift, Taylor's version. <laughs> Where are you going? We're going to Houston with Cameron's family. Unacceptable. <laughs> so oh. if we meet you there to listen. <laughs> Come on down. Well, Darn. bummer. I know. It'll be fine. Uh, At least I'll be, like, in the car yeah. to listen oh, to it. Oh, that's true. And yeah. I will have some time. literally have my headphones on, not speaking to Cameron for the yeah. entire 24 hours <laughs> like, of that album. Don't so, yeah. look at me. When yeah, Folklore like, came out, I literally, it was, like, late, you know, because it was yes. midnight. I literally ran and got in my car, and I was like, I'm listening to this thing. It's supposed to be heard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, like, leave me oh alone. Yeah. And I heard August for the first time over the speakers, and I never recovered. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's very good. What else is everyone up to? Okay, last thing on Miss Swift, though. We're going to another Taylor Swift night uh, in yes. November for my birthday. I it is wait. 1989-themed, which is literally my least favorite album. Oh, it is? Oh, I, don't I didn't so. know that. I yeah, good. but I'm thinking of making a sign that says, it's my birthday, play 10 Minute All Too Well, and see if they'll do it for me. Sure, yeah, I bet sure. they will. Wait, but does that mean they're I think they'll sprinkle. Only... There's not enough songs to no, only do it. No. So they'll sprinkle. That's just going to yeah. be the theme. And if, they're, if they don't play some of the new album when it's being 
release before they that. will they're there's dumb. no way they're not playing yeah. some midnights for yeah. sure mm-hmm. but still i think my sign would be cute yeah you should get a little shout out yeah you've, you've got to try it um okay i wanted to talk about a book that i just listened to on audiobook um boomtown the one about oklahoma city i saw you post about it it's so good i is it obviously like non-fiction yeah it's so okay without going into it, me and so Lindsay listened to it on audiobook and was telling me about it like as she was listening and then I was like okay well you've sold me and so then I've listened to it and now me and her have just like been talking about it nonstop because we're like truly fascinated by it so without going into like a huge tangent because I could it's a written by a guy who's not even from Oklahoma City or anything and he was sent here to do like a journal article about Oklahoma City because I don't really know why it was in 2012 into 2013 so he's I'm here like, for like Cody a year <laughs> Cody. oh my god how like did you just pull that out comedic timing that was good um but i think that was like the year that the thunder was like really good and then best year i could remember <laughs> honestly i think that is right though but anyways so that's when he's here but the book goes back and forth between so Cody I know, I'm like, and I'm... him about what was happening in Africa and what was happening here. Forget Cody, we were in the finals. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember that time in Oklahoma City because I was. I said, she said we forget Cody, we were in the finals. I said, Cody and Kobe. Oh my god. <laughs> Whenever there was a basketball square up by Cody. <laughs> Sorry. Tell us what it's about. Tell us what it's about. Okay, so it goes back and forth between, like, the time he's here and then, like, literally the land run and, like, works. Oh, interesting. (laughs) I couldn't have been more Like a dual timeline, which I love. So he starts from the beginning of Oklahoma City and, like, then we'll jump back to the time that he's here talking about, like, how the Thunder's doing and the wet because that's when uh, May 20th happened. Mm -hmm. And so it... But the whole premise of the book is that Oklahoma City is a freaking absurd place. No. And if you, but in a, in a good way. No, just like we do everything very like, not big, but just like kind of big and like sudden. Yeah. And that's why it's called like Boomtown because it's like he, and he says boom throughout the book a lot. Like he's just like, and another boom, like, and then like the Murrah bombing boom, Mm -hmm. like. There's, it's dark. It's, no, like, no. it does. Like, like, he won't. Oh, wow, he did. Yeah, no, but he talks about, like, it's an explosion of a city. Like, yeah, because we just, true. like, have rapidly exploded and, like, gotten huge and whatever. But, thunder. Yeah, well, that's, uh-huh. I mean, that's kind of part of it. But, I mean, he was like, if you really think about the land run. Boom. <laughs> Boom sooner, baby. <laughs> no, but literally, like it's just like he's like he uses the word absurd. Like he's like that is so absurd yeah. that that yeah. is how their city was started, and yeah. that we like practiced it as kids. That's <laughs> like, it. Yes, like, get out there, yes, run, yeah. land. And I was like, oh, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big deal. Yeah, I know. And so he. Let's talk about that for a minute. Sorry, Ellie. Can no. we talk about Land Run Day for a yeah. minute? Kind of horrible. Children. Children. And, like, 
Y'all don't do it? You, you Good. Guys, did you guys dress up? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. As like pilgrims and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or whatever we were. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Correct. It's, yes. <laughs> not pilgrim. Pioneer really people. Not, but... Pioneer? Pilgrim is like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's before the land right? I showed I'm my like, clogs. That's what it is. <laughs> Classroom and churn butter for hours. Yes. 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 I'd be like, "Where'd you go?" And I was like, <laughs> "Putting my back into churning butter." Oh, no, it's God. like horrible if you think about it. Yeah, like yeah, it was really fun though. People at my school brought yeah. fake guns. Oh, <laughs> like, honestly, we probably did too. And I was yeah. just like, you know, yeah, makes yeah. sense. But I won best dress several years in a row. Oh, of course oh. you did. I had a, a custom made. Like prairie dress. Oh, no. <laughs> Absurd. Absurd. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. I literally learned so much more than I ever did in our Oklahoma history class. Oh, yeah. I'm Mainly sure. because our professor was Mr. Yowzy or whatever his name yeah. was. Shout, Shout out, out Coach, Coach Yowzy. He was the best. But... Right, Coach Yowzy. favorite parts is that when I when you walk around uh Mesta Park and Heritage Hills they a lot of the houses have plaques on them that mm-hmm. say like built in 1908 or 1919 and they talk about the people who lived in the houses and so I found Ooh. some of their houses and that's I'm like cool. knowing like I feel like you hear like oh that's a historical home mm-hmm. or those are historical buildings and you're just like I don't know what that means it I just yeah. know that they're old but I like hearing the names of the people that literally lived in these houses is so interesting yeah. to me. So I like went on the longest walk the other day listening to it, and I was just like almost in tears because I was Aww. like, "This is just so cool! Like I'm living in such like a historical yeah. like place, yeah. and like hearing just how our city was like built up and then like failed, but then has like continuously like grown again, but then it's failed again, but like now we're in such like a high development." Mm-hmm. It's just been very interesting. Yeah, so, really interesting. I highly recommend listening to it on audiobook because I feel like it would be kind of hard to read because, yeah. I don't know, I guess if you're interested, like, into reading that type of book, maybe not, but I'm not. Yeah. But it was 15 hours, so it was oh, quite wow. long. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, but get a load of this. Speaking <laughs> of the historic homes, my boss used to live in one, Lee or you, and they had to move because it was so haunted. <gasps> yeah. Mm. He, my stories, I'll be brief, one night... He woke up and he said someone was sitting on his chest and he, like, couldn't understand. Like, he couldn't explain that. Like, he couldn't move. And then later they figured out someone had broken in. So someone was, like, protecting him from going downstairs. 
while someone was breaking in because oh. they they were upstairs and he couldn't move but someone downstairs was breaking in so he thinks whoever owned the house was like keeping him safe from the intruder and then another night he started he was renovating the house and he thinks that he pissed off the person who lived there because they didn't want him to change it he went into the garage where he had painted all of the cabinets and they were like all out and he heard just like crazy commotion he went out there all of them were like all over the garage like someone had like knocked them all down like they were all over the place I'm like, was it 310 Northwest 16th Street? Because that's where Angelo Scott lived, and he was probably pissed. Yeah, no, but isn't that crazy? Because that's my thing. I've always, like, I love historic homes, but I do believe in ghosts, and so I'm like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Well, won't stop me. (laughs) That has really sounded very interesting. It was. was, I actually kind of want to listen. You really should, because I also, like, I mean... I know the minuscule amount about the Thunder. Like, I enjoy watching the games and going to the arena and stuff like that, but, like, I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And so I also learned a lot about just, like, the time where it was uh, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant and James Harden for a little bit. And then, like, it goes into just, like, all of that, too. So, and last thing, it talks about how um, Westbrook's, like, saying or theme is, like, why not? Mm -hmm. And that's, like, also kind of the theme of Oklahoma City of just, like, why not? Like, let's just do it. Like, why not? So, it's been very interesting. Do you think that's what Boomtown Creamery is named? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I put that together, too, when I was Mm -hmm. listening, and I was like, I feel like that's gotta be why. They listened. (laughs) Yeah, literally. It's interesting to think about how much the city has changed, even from when we were, like, in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there was nothing to do, and now, like... Breaktown was, like... I hate when people, like, talk bad about it, to be honest. Me, too. Because we hated it. When I travel to other cities, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. There's literally nothing special that OKC doesn't have. Like, I'm not just a loyalist. Like, on Omaha. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Like, I just feel like sometimes people have it in their head of, like, I have to move, and I'm like, you'll be shocked. To find yeah. that it's just as, like, the same amount of restaurants, mm-hmm. same amount of, like, things to do, just way more expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. And less safe. Yeah. And Very people true. will figure that out, and we're going to have, like, a Kansas City-level move mm-hmm. of young professionals here, which I don't actually want. Right. But I think we already are having yeah. that. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. But, yeah. yeah. So, highly recommend. Cool. I would have never thought to read that, so. It's been on my list for a while. I just... Like I said, mm-hmm. knew I wouldn't want to mm-hmm. probably read it because it's a pretty big book. Like the physical copy is pretty big. Yeah, yeah. fifteen hours is a long yeah, time was, even listening. Yeah. And that yeah. was—I mean—I listened to it on like one point four yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. So, okay. Um, well, we got a request to talk about our book pet peeves, which I think would be kind of fun to do really quick. Um, I will go, and it's basically the whole premise of. Things I never got over. I was going <laughs> to say that. That was mine, too. Just that whole book is my biggest pet peeve. Not really, but I think, like, pregnancy in a book is, like, really annoying. Like, pregnancy to, like, keep a couple together, I hate. Like, whenever... So overdone. So overdone. And just, like, it can never be done well. Like, there's always, mm-hmm. like... Not practical. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah it's and just, it's like, always sad, done so like, bad where it's, like, I felt kind of sick this morning. And then, like, yeah. two pages later, she's, like, just as I suspected. <laughs> You're, like, Literally. come on. Yeah. Um, so that would be one of mine, but what are some of y'all's? I, I, we've talked about it on the show before. Bad dialogue pulls me out of it in a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's supposed to be, like, a married couple and it's like, hey, captain, 
You ready for a ride? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you would never talk to your husband like that, so I automatically don't believe what you're saying. And as a writer, dialogue's the hardest part, because you don't feel like it can, like, take up all of it, but essentially it has to, because it's, like, a story. And so I totally understand how it gets bad, but when it's really bad like that, like, things we never got over, sorry, girl, mm-hmm. it it makes me just, I don't, then I don't buy into the character, so then I just can't buy into the book. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I'm trying to think of mine. Do you have one? I mean, mine is essentially things we never got over as well, but, I mean, to be more, I guess, broad, I'm not, like, totally opposed to the, like, enemies to lover. I, if it's done, okay, well, what I don't like is when that trope is, like, so extreme that it's, like, such enemies. Like, I seriously thought it was so extreme in that book that it was, like, I will never believe that you guys are, like, ever gonna become lovers because you hate each other so like why are we making him such an enemy like it's not cute or funny or interesting like at all yeah and it's always unrealistic to think of like adults acting that way i'm like no two adults would ever be like he took my parking spot this morning at work (laughs) i hate him yeah Yeah. well it's also it's like if there's any physical attraction you would never be like he dis- like you would have something yeah, in your like I think right. book lovers did a really that's good what job. I want to say they I hate each other them. supposedly but there's sexual tension from the get and to so me you they don't have enemies. to like no you don't have to like buy into anything because it's the kind of thing where like you've got a flirty pick on each other middle school crush relationship not an enemy you yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. yeah I guess mine would be I'm thinking of the other book that we read that was not very good group therapy <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, sorry God. but like if there's like a lack of research. Like yeah. you mentioned, like that yeah. just like that really shows like a very, uh, what's the word? Like novice writer. Yeah. Just yeah. Not. Yeah. It's not believable. It's annoying when you're reading something and you know it's wrong. Like I would say that. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one, for sure. Yeah, I get that. I don't think I have another though. The only other one that I have is like really long chapters. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I just love a short <laughs> chapter so much that whenever yeah. I look and it's like thirty-five minutes left in the chapter, I'm like, dear God. Yeah. Like, I just, I like to, like, kind of switch up, like, my stories and, like, my point of views and things like that. So, whenever it's just, like, one point of view for, like, a long period of time or just, like, one section of the story for a long time, I just kind of get bored. Yeah. I also, I'm, sorry, I do, it's been done well, but whenever it's, like, a book's at a lull and they're, like, and then I looked... And it was September 11th. And you're like, no. That's the major jump. Yeah, yeah, that's big of you. Like, I you always hate, hate when they do yeah. that. It's yeah. so cheesy. did that? Freaking uh, How to Kill a Rockstar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, it started in, what's that movie with uh, Rob Pattinson? I love that oh, movie. It was... It's a good movie. But whenever it happened in the theater, you're like, no. Yeah. You know. It's Remember Me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was that the very end? It's like, yeah. yeah, like they're about to break up. Like, it's already out of plot high, and then he's writing the date on his oh, chalkboard, right. and it's September 11th, and you're like, oh. Yeah. Which, it's done well in that. It but is in done books, well, I but... always just feel like I'm like, you couldn't come up with a new drama. Mm-hmm. You had to use, like, a real traumatic event, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get that. I was going to say something, and now, oh, um, ha- anyone read Carrie Soto's book? I have it. I bought it, but I haven't read it. Okay, mm-hmm. it's so good. Oh, really? I really liked it. Um, you'll see what I mean whenever you read it, but how those chapters are broken up into, like, events, 
essentially. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, now we're going off of the topic, but what I actually do like is it just an easy breakup of the chapters. And I think that how this book is structured is like a really enjoyable way to read a book. So I'm excited to see what y'all think because it's very different and I'm kind of surprised I liked it as much as I did because of the content. I was going to say it's like not interesting to me at all. I mean, I know nothing but about I think tennis, that so I'll like it just yeah. if her writing is good, which hit or miss for me yeah. personally, but yeah. I don't know. I'll read it. I'm excited to read it. Yeah. And did y'all know she goes in order of like decades? Oh, huh. Huh. So Evelyn Hugo is the 60s. Daisy Jones is the 70s. Malibu Rising is the 80s, and this one's the 90s. That's research, oh, baby. That. Yeah, yeah. There so we go. Now, and they all connect. So yeah. Mm. But I was talking to my friend today, and she said that apparently this is the last one to like connect. Be a part of that, that arc. Day. Yeah, I get it. Where she'd be bored. Yeah. yeah, not bored, but like that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did it well, in my opinion. Yeah, those are by far her best books. Like yeah. the other yeah, two I've read sure. that weren't a part of that, I was not a huge fan of. I agree. Mm-hmm. But. So thanks for the suggestion. Keep yeah. giving us suggestions that I love to like. I if there's actually something someone wants to hear us talk about, yeah. we'd love to touch it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're just gonna talk about OKC and Taylor <laughs> Swift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. somebody stop us. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was our happy hour episode for September. Next episode will be coming out on the twenty seventh of September, and that will be our book club episode. We are reading Wrong Place, Wrong Time by Jillian McAllister. So excited nothing but great things and yeah that's our episode thank you yeah thanks for listening Bye. bye